So you really have to be creative right now, I think. Um, but building these relationships is um, what I'm finding to be the key in order to buy properties right now. Hello and welcome to Pillars of Wealth Creation, where we talk about creating financial success with a special focus on business and real estate. I'm your host, Todd Dexheimer. Now, let's get to it. Welcome back to Pillars of Wealth Creation. I'm your host, Matt Jones. And in case you've been wondering why you haven't seen a whole lot of me lately, it's because I'm expecting my first child to be born pretty soon here. My wife is very pregnant and we are excited, baby girl. So um, we're looking forward to that, but it means I'll have to step away a little bit more from podcasting. So Todd is actually looking for a replacement for me right now on Pillars of Wealth Creation. And so uh, that new host should be starting uh, fairly soon. Anyway, I wanted to talk to you today a little bit about the state of the market. You know, real estate, it's weird every year, like we're, especially these past few years from COVID, things have just not been very predictable. Uh, you know, everybody's been expecting a market crash, I think ever since like 2011, and we just really haven't had that. Uh, granted, I think a lot of people have had some difficulty, especially this past year, uh, year and a half with the increased rates of uh, interest rates, but it hasn't really stopped real estate. It's certainly slowed down some transactions, you know, because, uh, you know, for example, with the single housing market, people are living in their own properties and they don't want to sell their current property at a 3% and go into a six or seven plus percent rate interest uh, property instead. So there just haven't been as many single family properties on the market but the demand is still high. So that has been pushing uh, the demand and, and the uh, you know profits from, from investing in real estate, uh, not only with single family, but with multifamily as well, just because uh, you know people haven't been able to go into single family houses, not enough are being built that are at least in the affordable housing, like the first time starter houses. So people have been you know stuck essentially in their apartments and that's continuing to drive demand for apartments as well. Of course, that's market dependent and, uh, you know, submarket as well as what particular asset class you have, you know, office space versus uh, multifamily versus retail or whatever. Everything is, uh, like Todd says all the time, the market dependent. But uh, what you're seeing is uh, there are some uh, multifamily properties that are struggling if they don't have a rate cap on their, you know, property. And so some owners have had to do fire sales. Now, one thing I was surprised about this past year, I thought there would be a lot more public fire sales of people's properties where they just have to sell at a massive discount. And there has been some of that going on uh, publicly, but mostly it's been kind of behind the scenes uh, stuff with uh, angel investing. You know, there's been groups of investors that have cash ready on hand to come into struggling properties and either buy them for a song and a dance uh, and very little money, or to come in and uh, become sort of priority owners and change up the capital stack so that they you know, take a lot of profits away from either the uh, current owners, uh, whether they're the active partners in the syndications or the passive investors as well. And, um, you know, I know some people who have this kind of angel investing and what they're doing is they are building relationships with various operators across the board. And then when those operators are struggling, instead of trying to sell the property or, you know, make it public, like, hey, I, I screwed up, I really failed, because that can really damage their reputation. Instead, what they're doing is finding these um, 
you know, people that they already have built relationships with that can come in with cash to cover the rate caps, to keep the deal floating, or to at least sell it to exit out with a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, heads still on their shoulders because they're able to save some face uh, by not having to sell for a massive discount, but, uh, you know, not making as many profits as they had hoped anyway. So I'm seeing a lot of that, certainly behind the scenes. So if you are looking to buy uh, some multifamily, especially large multifamily or other similar deals, you I really recommend you build relationships with current operators and have cash ready on hand. So either you can uh, work something out with them if the time arises where they need some help, because people don't want it to be known that uh, they they failed on a property. And it, a lot of this is to no fault of the, you know, Active partners fault anyway, because just the, the things that have been going on with the market, with especially with the interest rates, where you just can't control that. But, uh, you know, I think seasonally there have been, I've noticed uh, with some of the properties that I oversee, there have been some concessions being made, but I, that's kind of par for the course this time of year because people really don't move so much during the holiday season. But uh, I think after the first of the year, then people who are looking to rent a, a new place, then it starts to pick up, uh, you know, and more into spring and summer, of course. So I uh, I would expect some concessions to continue uh, for maybe another month or so. Um, it's kind of, but again, that's market dependent. But uh, after that, I, I expect there to be fewer and fewer concessions. I am really not expecting a big crash. I honestly, I thought there would already be a big crash and lots of great deals readily available everywhere you look. So I'm a little disappointed, but I'm also pleasantly surprised at the same time that's not going on. So it just means that it's harder to find deals, you know, because you're not finding these publicly offered deals. That's where you know, building relationships with other operators, other investors really comes handy because then you can find about deals that aren't public. But also when possible to work out like seller financing, for example, or other like seller carryback. So if you're buying a large property, if the current owners are willing to carry over some of their equity into the deal to you know cut down on what your mortgage would be so you don't have to take as much mortgage out and uh, save a little bit money on the interest rates as a result, that helps. Or if the seller is willing to do all the financing um, to, or, or some of the financing at least, to cut down on your high interest rate from the bank, you know, that can make deals work or some other creative types of things. So you really have to be creative right now, I think. Um, but building these relationships is uh, what I'm finding to be the key in order to buy properties right now. And uh, I mean, you think about it, real estate is a team effort. You know, you can try to do it all on your own, but you're going to do it all poorly. That's one of my biggest lessons that I learned when I first started out when, when me trying to do it by myself. So, you know, build relationships, work with other people. You're going to find more deals than you could on your own and make more things happen. But uh, also pay close attention to the, you know, based on what type of real estate you're investing in and the submarkets because it makes a world of difference. But honestly, uh, I'm not expecting there to be a crash. Like, uh, a lot of good things are going on with the economy. So granted, there is still inflation, but you know, there's supposed to be some inflation in our, the type of uh, capitalism that we have. Uh, and I think this past month, actually, uh, inflation went down to zero for you know one month to the next, which is pretty shocking. And so year over year, it's like 3.2% interest rate, which is a lot better than a year ago. Uh, at this time, it was like 7.5 or something like that. Uh, um, Inflation rate, sorry. So that's 
pretty darn good, I, I would say, uh, for uh, you know, kind of cooling off. But there still is certainly some inflation, um, and the jobs are still strong. You know, the jobs market, it's not as um, good as it was, I guess, at the growing peak. But that's okay, I guess. It's still growing, so the market or the the economy is still strong in the United States. The market is still strong, um, even though there are high interest rates. That doesn't seem to be changing things so much uh, to, you know, at least with the prices to <laughs> reduce the prices. So, and I, I don't anticipate some major changes to happen over the coming year. But again, you never know when there's going to be a, a global pandemic that comes out of nowhere. So barring any, you know, unicorns or, or you know, things that are happening out of nowhere, I think real estate this coming year is still going to be good. I think it's going to be kind of slow and steady. So that's where it comes in to build those relationships with people, find out about deals that you wouldn't publicly and, uh, and work with other people to make deals happen that you couldn't otherwise. And of course, use your creative creativity to make a deal work out that it wouldn't traditionally work out if you use like the sort of standard cookie cutter approach. So with those things in mind, I, I uh, my vote of confidence for real estate investing this next year is still strong. This is a great time to buy. I mean, like... As I've heard it say before, the best time to buy real estate was 10 years ago, and the second best time is right now. So invest in real estate um, and work with other people, and you'll do well. Uh, of course, you can screw it up, so that's where it comes in to play, to work with other people who know what they're doing, who are already successful in the type of real estate you're doing. But I mean, uh, I'm excited about real estate. I continue to be excited about real estate. Every year brings uh, new challenges. But we as entrepreneurs, we have to adjust to those challenges. And that's okay. That's what makes us us. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening in and make every day a Saturday. Hey, thanks so much for listening. I appreciate you being a loyal listener. Say, I would love to have you go on to our Facebook page and subscribe. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Go on to iTunes or wherever you listen and give us a rating and review. Don't forget to subscribe. Your rating review just helps us push this out to more and more people and continue to grow our audience and hopefully positively affect a ton of people out there that really need this and, and want this. So, uh, the other thing I've got for you is a free ebook on my website. So, go on to venturedproperties.com, venturedproperties.com, and download our free ebook uh, on real estate and on syndication. And I've got some data points in there, some really good stuff for you. So, I'd love to have you take a look at that. It's free, I'm not expecting anything from it. Uh, and, and also, look, if you want some help in multifamily, want some help learning, growing, getting your business off the ground, I would love to talk to you about what it would look like uh, to work with me potentially and see if that's a good fit. So you can go to coachwithdex.com and check that out and uh, we can definitely have a, uh, a call. Thanks a lot for listening. You make it a fantastic rest of the day. I'll catch you on the next episode.